Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you will even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paperless Movement. Today we have another interview. I'm really excited with Jesse Patel. Patel, he will tell me if I pronounce it wrong in a second. But I'm really excited because co-founder of Workflowy, and I didn't know about Workflowy for a long time until my members actually started nagging me about this. And I have to check out Workflowy. They are using Workflowy, and I thought I knew them all. But I heard about Workflow. I didn't test it yet. Then on YouTube, they started telling me, you have to check out Workflow. I did. I made an impression video. I will publish this today or tomorrow. But before that, we have this live interview now with Jesse. And I give my word to him to introduce himself, to let us know why there is another no-taking app on the market <laughs> and what it's different. <laughs> Jesse, welcome yeah. to the show. What an awkward yeah. introduction, right? But so try to rescue this. It's... Yeah, it's an honor, first of all, to be <laughs> on your podcast live stream. And this might be the first live stream I've ever been on, actually, which is humiliating, actually. I'm <laughs> now judging I'm judging myself right now because I should have been on a lot of live streams. Anyways, what is Workflow? So I just want to say before you say why does another app want to be, we launched Workflow in 2010 and we are the grandfather of note-taking productivity apps. Anyways, I don't need to go into that, but why does it exist? Well, um, you can go because there was still yeah. Evernote around at this time, right? No, yeah. So we're not the grandfather of all note-taking apps, but mm. we have a rich lineage of companies, including Rome and Dynalist and all these others that took a lot of our ideas and literally cloned major parts of our product and built something else around it. I want to learn more about this specific thing. You're, you're referring to backlinks, I guess. No, no, not at all. System. We actually didn't, no? we didn't invent backlinks. The basic idea of building a really fast outliner where the focus is really on zooming and a bunch of basically subtle interface details that we did, but we were yeah, the detail is these people were actually users of Workflowy, the people who created this. And they literally, the strategy was like Workflowy, but with this. Mm -hmm. And they literally built it and found Workflow users to prototype it with. So it, it's more of a literal sense. But anyways, to get to the point, what is Workflowy? It's basically an infinite tree of lists. So it's like bulleted lists where you can, every bullet is also its own document. And it's a really flexible, powerful, but also simple minimalist way of letting you structure your ideas. You can kind of tinker and make systems in it that you work inside. And it's just a very unique, uniquely simple model. It's great for both building systems and just focusing. So one of the really key things that's so simple is you can just click on any bullet and then that becomes its own page. So if you have some big list or some big project, you can have every bullet, it can have 
a sub bullet called projects, tasks, goals, and then you can have a, some tasks and you zoom, zoom in on one and it's like that this is getting big and that one can have the exact same structure. So you can have these really rich nested structures, which is actually, it sounds sort of overwhelming, but it's super useful. Like my whole task tree is basically notes and tasks. And then any task that gets big, I zoom in and I make notes and tasks in it. So sometimes I'll be like five levels deep, but it still looks like this simple little task list, but it's nested in this crazy big thing. What you're describing there sounds a lot like a folder in folder and folder and folder and something we don't like. Now it's your thing to tell me, but there is still a level of control how I'm not getting into this subfolder mentality. So, so the difference is like folders, the whole interface of Workplay is fluid and you don't you just click and type and you're dragging things around and it's not folders are this rigid thing that you have to think and move workflow is just like you're creating structure on the fly as you think you can create a higher level structure where you want things but it's really about for me the best metaphor is a lot of people use it for big picture planning but the thing it's useful for me is essentially managing short-term memory so you can just write down your short-term intentions and then you can zoom in on the one thing you want to do you can write the details like sometimes i'll get down to the level of open the document is the first level and then think through this thing and it's just a really powerful way to manage your short-term memory. I'm like an ADD type person. It tends to appeal to either super, super like type A hyper-organized people or people like me who are just hopeless and, and really need something <laughs> to help them. So yeah, that's... you're not alone. Don't worry. It's very hard for me to stay focused and so on. And in workflow, what I saw so far and what I want to get to when I talk about yep. folder structures, it is not that we go down a rabbit hole in a sub, sub, sub folder and we are stuck there and we are never find this sub, sub, sub folder ever again. We have uh -huh. ways in workflow to surface, to resurface the subfolder, right? If we think in folders. So I always try to compare tags, tagging information versus putting information into folders. Tags can live on in different folders or the files can live in this different folders at the same time. That's how I see this. So yeah. workflowy, what I saw there, we have at sign in order to mark information and we have the hashtag. I learned already that you're working on differentiating these two things, but right now it's one and, and the yeah. same, right? And this is one of the ways how we can resurface information and easily find information when we need it later on. Is it described yeah. in the right way? Yeah, totally. You can also have any subtree live in multiple places. So mm. the whole thing and it live syncs. If you have symlinks, it's kind of like that in folder structure, but it's just a super flexible way to have your information in whatever structure you want. Yeah, backlinks. So you said it wasn't there in the beginning, but yeah, it's so there now. Is something, yeah, yeah. Backlinks is something we just copied. It was like, oh, that's a good idea. And, and everyone's excited about it. So let's just do that. You know, I've been Rome research came up and I said, look, Notion, this is just something you need to add in order to get this as yeah. well. And then within a month, they also had not because I said it, but it was so obvious. I'm and sure I heard it, it from, from others as well that they just had to switch on backlinks yeah. because from a development perspective, you already have the structure there. Depends on of the, of the framework you're using in backend, obviously. But it seems you had an easy way to implement backlinks then as well. So was it yeah, it wasn't easy that. So we, task? I, I, I tend to do like a pretty stupid thing where I, I try to think of a, sort of a unique and interesting way to do things when I'm copying. So it's, oh, it's a little cool, a little different. So we made it so that when you make backlinks, you can actually reorganize them and kind of build a little tree and a little structure within your backlinks so that, for example, if you're collecting resources on some topic, it's not in a static structure, you can then reorganize them. So we did that, that made it harder, but it was easy enough. Well, it's the Apple way, right? You copy it and yeah. you just make it perfect. 
<laughs> but let's jump through this. The good thing is we have backlinks there. Yeah. Just want to switch in uh, Voyage Man. Best app there, without any doubt. We know who you are, Voyage Man, but that's how it is, right? So the fans are online. Talking about something I didn't look up yet is accessibility of Workflow. What are all the platforms I can access Workflow from? Oh, what platforms? I thought you meant accessibility in terms of people with, you know, site oh. issues and whatnot. I think all platforms, we have a desktop app, we have Android, iOS apps. We don't have a Windows phone app. So all the Windows phones. <laughs> Why? <users out> there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, they, so you tuned they, out there. <laughs> They tried, they really tried to get us to make one Windows. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> really, okay. They called like a hundred times. The desktop app, web app, Android, iOS apps. So. And they're all nice to use, I guess. All the same experience. I don't what know. are you using? Do you use an iPhone on Android? iPhone, yeah. IPhone. It's good. I, I don't think I don't think iOS is as good. Basically, it, it starts more slowly than it should, but it mm. it works well. And if you have a you know if you have an, an account you haven't been typing into for ten years every day all day, it's gonna be fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this means so. the more data you collect, the slower it becomes. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, for for just startup, not the operation of the app, but the startup on right. mobile in particular is it's actually yeah. stored locally on the device. It's not it's not mm. loading it from the server. It just takes a while to process it and get it all ready. Yeah, that, so you have actually yeah. the connections when you start searching, yeah. and I think yeah. that's the thing that's filling yeah. up. So, I mean, you are in the market for so long, and you saw all these new things coming up. How are your feelings about this? All these well, nice note-taking yeah. apps copying now Workflowy. Mm. So much resentment, so many senses, so much shame. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. I like. I like. <laughs> I like, yeah, I've just been sleeping for the last three years and crying. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's when, also you know, a way. Yeah. No, I mean, there's some, I think there's some things that are really nice that have been pioneered and I think it's good. I don't really think that competition has been our main problem. I, I don't think it's something, I mean, I think it's something real and I think but I don't think it's what has held us back as a company. And I think it's cool. I mean, I think Obsidian, the fact that they have local first and like it starts up really fast is really cool. And I think that's that's great. I think Rome did a lot to just say, look at all the things you can tinker with and promoting the idea of bottom-up organization and just building a really strong kind of cult to market it. And I think that there's still a lot of room for helping people. There's still a lot of really important unsolved problems in terms of thinking. I think thinking together with other people is in particular a really hard unsolved problem, like having deep thoughts with people. If you're Marx and Engels and you want to write some crazy theory or you're two scientists and you want to do something, I think it's really hard other than basically in person and writing long papers together to have detailed deep conversations with people. That's one area. I think there's a lot of areas that still having just like structured thinking in general, like guiding people through sort of a workflow for thinking is another area that's really has a ton of potential. The barrier to my success is, is not so much competition as my own ineptitude, I would say, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love all the things that you said here. The paperless movement is about overcoming this barrier. So the channel was always non-sponsored. I'm not sponsored. We recently launched the paperless movement verified partners and announce announce workflow is also a verified partner. So 
Oh, you didn't know yet, Jesse. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, then ask your I'm team. <laughs> they know. I knew, I, I knew. I was just trying to play along with This is the moment where you should say now, oh, I'm so proud yeah. being part I'm of this so, awesome community. We applied. We've been applying. We applied for years. We were rejected three times. And finally, yeah. we got in. Thank you. Yeah, Good. Thank you. That was just yeah. one sentence you should say in the whole interview. Yeah, absolutely. You're just going to yeah. cut that piece out. Yeah. This isn't even live. <laughs> yeah. It's just pretend that, to get that, me to say that. This being said, we have Marcos Diaz Alves, the app I use every single day. We love Marcos. Then Terry Greer, Workflow is an excellent product. Thank you, Terry. See, this is the confirmation why the verification is justified. And the, the purpose of this verification is that I see the Payless movement and a community that you can join as the company as well to be a neutral ground. I really want that this competition thinking goes away and we actually start helping improving productivity overall. You mentioned several things before, which is the structured thinking and workflow thinking and all this. And this is all areas where we can have so much more power using digital systems that we are not able to do on paper. Yeah. And so many members are joining Payless Movement They come in and say, what app should I use to become more productive? What's the one note-taking app that I should use? Or when I see it on Twitter, that's the best thing. Some people reaching out on Twitter or LinkedIn, what note-taking app should I use? And they get one-worded answers like Notion or Obsidian or whatever. But this is the wrong question. Or it's not the complete question, right? We should understand what's actually the purpose you want to use it. And you, you mentioned research, scientific research, working together in a team. Are you an author? Are you working in a team for production companies? A completely different workspaces where you need different tools for. And this is why I'm proud having several tools as partners where we can pick the right ones for the different purposes, if, if this is explained in the right way. Um, and the, the mention with backlinks with workflowy is also you just saw it appearing and you adapted it and you improved it so i think competition actually moves this the whole productivity mindset and also the understanding of possibilities i mean backlinks is not a new invention it was just yeah coming up through marketing with Rome research and the cult that you said there, but it's not a technical revolution that we have there. And, and it also um, did already exist in other products, but it was just popularized. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we have the settled custom. So it was already uh, even available on paper and so on. So all this is now possible because we have more people being in the digital world, using these tools, getting a better understanding of the different ways they could leverage these tools. And then we can introduce more complex functionalities over time to have more people using it. I'm, I'm really bad at explaining today, <laughs> but I hope, and you, you give me this I, I awkward I look, know you know, I, I feel I really- I think I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm judging if that's what you're <laughs> You are. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I try to keep it awkward, you know, so. Yeah, no worries. I feel that way. You, you, you're, you're brilliant in this. Yeah. yeah But you. now let's go back 10 years. It's actually yeah. 12 years when you started in 2010, right? Oh, so yeah, that's right. What was yeah. the spark? I mean, you, yeah. you're a co-founder, so, so there was two of you or more? Well, there, at the very beginning, it was just me. As um, students, uh, somewhere I'll in explain. the garage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's Tell kind us. of that. So basically, I was like a few years out of college, like four or five years out of college. And I had this job that was super overwhelming. I was the only person at this nonprofit trying to do business development. It was a tech nonprofit trying to see if we could sell our company. And there were not only seven different 
strategies we could take to sell the product or monetize the product, but also in each of those, you know, like so many sub projects and so many leads to follow up with and all that. And it was super overwhelming. I was just churning, churning, churning through project management and organization apps. And eventually I was like, okay, these really simple text-based things feel best to me. I was using, I ended up using like Microsoft Word outliner mode and was like, mm -hmm. okay, this seems pretty good. It almost seems better. And the main problem I was having was in any like project management app or any of these apps, including Microsoft Word, it was like, I'd get to some point in the, some task would become a project. Some tasks would get really big and would need a bunch of stuff under it. And I would be like, okay, how do I do that? Now I have to have this whole thought process for moving around. Or if I'm using Basecamp, I make it, what do I do? Do I make a new milestone? It just was hard to think about. So the beauty of the outliner was I was like, oh, I can just kind of put it under there and keep it under there. And the, can you hear my wife yelling? No. Yeah, is it because of kids? you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she's like come out the door's locked <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> no. yeah um, so my three so, children probably standing yeah. on the door yeah. as well listening yeah, so exactly. no worries um, you're not okay, alone so so basically i let me okay i had um this is hard i'm gonna tell them just quiet down great i just got it he's back um so uh, <laughs> Happy wife, happy life, you know, how you actually earned money yeah. for your family. That's what you wanted to yeah, explain. Exactly. So basically I was super overwhelmed and I found that all these systems would just kind of stop working when I got to something that was on the leaf of the system, the smallest unit that ended up being big. So I started using this outline and I was like, these outliners stink because some of them let you sort of zoom in, but it's not fluid in all the mainstream outliners or tools like Google Docs or Word, the things people actually use that aren't sort of clunky you have to download, it doesn't let you zoom in at all. And I just was like, you know, I really, really want this. I had a very strong sense of what I wanted. And I also really wanted to create something because I'm like a tinkerer and I was doing business development. So I didn't have creation. So I just started building it for myself and started using it and really loved it. And then actually when I was in Berlin, I decided to really start building it and I built the first version working out of the SoundCloud offices when there were like 11 people. And I just liked it. And then I was like, I think I'm going to quit my job and try to do this. And I did. And then I started to just lose my mind because it was really hard and I was not a good enough software engineer. And then I recruited my co-founder, who was a friend from college, to work with me on it, except he wasn't really interested in workflowy. He was like, I don't see it. I don't get it. It's not cool. And we started working on something else, but then that didn't work. And then he had started using workflow and he's like, oh, actually, this is really cool. I, it's so simple, but now it's it's awesome. So we started working on workflow. We ended up presenting it to end of Y Combinator and then we launched. And then after we launched, it was like, holy cow, people really love it. And people were really using it. And after the first day, we just had like 10,000 real users who just kept using it. And it kind of was like, oh, Maybe this is a real thing. If it, if I'd known that at the time, I wouldn't have named it in like literally three minutes. Well, I just I was like, what's like, I spent about three minutes naming it. And I was like, what's, what's the, what's the name? I was like, what is it? It's kind of like workflow. Okay. Workflow. Well, workflow.com is the middle. What's the middle? Workflow X, workflow Y, or workflow Z? <laughs> to my wife, I was like, Amaya, what's better? Workflow X, workflow Y, or workflow Z? Well, workflow Y sounds like workflow E. I was like, oh, that's good. And I bought it. And I was like, maybe that's like the least thoughtful branding. History. Yeah, they are the best. They are the best. I mean, I see name decisions. I don't get it, you know, and I always think, the branding and the naming, they probably put millions into this. <laughs> yeah, this is well, the I better could, approach. I could, have, I, could have, I could have probably... You still can rebrand it, right? Uh, so this is the thing. Just focus on the product yeah. itself.
Yeah. And it doesn't matter. I think the more unique the name, the easier for people to keep it. But in the end of yeah. the day, it doesn't matter as long as you have a good yeah. product there. And I just want to bring in Benjamin Wockenfuß. I think that's a German name. And he actually is the guy who reached out on YouTube as well in the comments and said, I have to check out Workflowy. Benjamin, here, as I promised, here is your co-founder right. we are talking with. I will publish up, a video Benjamin? about Workflowy. So hello from Bonn. So he's not from Berlin, but from Germany. Workflow is such a good tool. And then we have another one question, actually. Thomas Snyder, do you think the graphical representation of links is important for your customers? Yeah, so he, I think he means gra like the graph visualizations that all these other tools have, yeah. where they show like a, a web of all the connections things. between the yeah. nodes. So I do think it would be nice. It's harder in our tool than in a lot of tools because our tool like the original Zettelkasten, by the way, is a tree with links between nodes in the tree. And all these other tools are flat piles of notes with links between these flat piles of notes. So it's a lot easier to draw links between flat piles of notes visually because they aren't inside of each other than, than this infinite thing. We don't have a title. Nothing has a title. Anything can be inside anything else. You, It's just the data model makes it harder. We could do it, I think, and we could figure it out, but it's just, it's we actually have a different data model than all these other tools. In some ways it's more flexible because you can link to anything, but it certainly makes that harder. And that's why we didn't just like ship it and why we weren't able to just say, oh, well, let's throw this on there. Cause it, it requires sort of unique things. But how do you, how do you use backlinks then? Isn't it working the same way? You need to so you can, somewhere. Yeah, you do need to, to link to something. And we could certainly say, okay, so here's the thing. When I've linked to you from, let's say I'm in a tree, like somewhere down at Workflowy interviews, Tom Solid, and then I'm, I've linked to something, right? The page I've linked to, we know what I'm linking to, but where am I linking from? Am I linking from Tom Solid? Am I linking from interviews? Am I linking from Workflowy? Am I linking from the work thing? Like we don't, we can't draw, we would have to draw a link to all those. Cause in Workflowy, the difference is there is no page. All these other tools have like a unit of notes. We have mm. one note and your whole life is in one note. So where does it go? And it's not easy to draw the link the other way. And that's why in the actual backlink viewer, when you're viewing backlinks, it just shows you the whole set of ancestors of the current link. It doesn't say, oh, we're linking from bloody blah to bloody blue. I know it becomes technical, but couldn't you introduce some identifiers? I mean, you are already using the title, right? And you're differentiating between title and the content yeah. below this title. I can do this so, already in Workflow. I think, but not the back not the other way like where i'm mm. linking from mm. I, i could say oh it's from this where i'm linking like from. in those other nodes they don't show if you're writing a paragraph and you're like look into into tom solid with double braces in it the graphical interface doesn't point to that note that says look into tom solid it links to whatever that little line is in the note that line is in this okay. is okay it doesn't show you the exact sentence Where it, is, it shows you, you the know, note, right? It just shows you the, the full thing. The All note. right. And, and, and now so, I and also so see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Notion, for example, I have the blocks. And whenever I yeah. backlink, it actually goes to this block. And I guess they're using the identifier for the block or the URL for the block yeah, we, in order well, to we, identify. We have identifiers for every node. Every every bullet, every whatever it is board has its own identifier. We can easily do that. It's just... You know. How about the combination? Okay, but that's the last thing. Combination of getting to the node and combining it with a search of the word that you clicked on. 
I do not understand what you're talking about. Yeah, this is my. You can brain. explain it. Elaborate. Oh yeah. Elaborate. I'm into it. So I'm writing a paragraph. I'm mentioning Tom Solid in there, and that's going to the node Tom Solid. What you're telling me is it goes to this node, but it doesn't tell me where Tom Solid in this node is written, right? Yeah. So by from a technical point of view, I click on this. It shows me the link. It goes to this node. In addition, it searches for Tom Solid inside the node. Highlights. The oh, Tom you're saying Solid unlinked references. The 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 same the unlinked references thing. The other tool. Probably. You're saying like at the bottom of many things, it says, oh, we've got these backlinks and there's these other things that have this, the term in it, right? At yeah. the bottom of these other, like at the bottom of Rome, it'll say unlinked references. Oh yeah, but that, that's, that's the backlinks. But yeah, I think we without a whiteboard, I can't show you what I mean, but mentioning whiteboards, Voyageman actually asks, any views on mind mapping? It depends what you mean by mind mapping. If you mean basically like a representation <clears throat> as a tree, like a lot of mind maps are linear where you just make children. It, it goes into the category of alternate views. And I think that would be cool. What uh, comes to my mind for this, there's a new tool on the horizon. Again, who, who would have expected that? It's called Scrintel. Scrintal. And what you can do there, you have a whiteboard and you can create a note and you can write in there like you can do in Workflowy. And then you can actually mention another note. On the whiteboard, it will connect these two notes visually, but you can do it vice versa. So you can be on a whiteboard, you connect these two notes, it will create backlinks this way. So uh, this is how I could imagine in Workflowy as well, okay. that you actually yeah, can I just mean, represent that. But isn't it the same issue that we already talked about with no, the graph? No, mind mapping is, I think, more established. Like it would be simpler to build a mind map where you just, you know, there's a center and things branch out of it. And, and I think we, it's the kind of thing that's, I think we could and should do that in terms of what we focus on. I think we probably will shift to doing more features like that, alternate views, but I don't have the sense that like my focus is on, okay, I want to grow this business and get it to where I can have the team I want to actually build the product I want. And I think for that reason, I have to focus on things that I think are going to make a difference. And it's possible that enough people care that that would be important and useful. And Transno has it. A lot of tools have, have these alternate modes, but my sense is that those are the luxury features that I kind of want to do once we've really nailed the core experience. But I mean, we've been working on it for a long time, obviously. So I guess the answer to well, is I'd like to do it. The, the thing is you, you mentioned focus and you cannot serve them all. There's one person yeah. in here who mentions dinner list and dinner list provides more than workflowy. <laughs> I think it always depends on what you're using it for. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's like the trade-off. And with by doubling down on the things that work best for your audience already yeah. and make this optimize, you know, also performance-wise and so on, you will have probably more win than just introducing everything that everybody else has, right? So, yeah. and that's the main thing is if you use Dynalist <laughs> or Rome or any of these features, like it's, it's just not polished in the same way and it's not fluid in the same way. And, and yeah, I that's think... what we have here from Thomas Snyder. Dynalist is yeah. not evolving anymore because the guys are full-time on Obsidian. Yeah, which makes sense. And Obsidian's doing great. So let's have an outlook on what you're planning to do next with Workflowy. I mean, you already said with focusing and so on, is there a roadmap? Is there any things we can look forward to regarding Workflowy? Something I also want to mention, there is actually the board view, uh -huh. which is awesome. That's also very unique in, in a note-taking app. But we talked already about additional graphics. Anything else? that you're working on right now? Yeah, so what we're working on right now is basically a lot of people 
use Workplay to share. And we stopped using it to manage all our work because the collaborative features weren't good enough. And you currently Workplay, you can share and it'll sync and all that, but it's sort of like a black box. You don't know what other people have done. You can't get people's attention. And so we started working on that and trying to make it so that, oh, you can actually see what other people have done. You can have conversations, you can talk in it and you can get people's attention and just to make it useful as a collaborative tool, because that's just, it's, it's, that's a logical I mean, next step. Yeah, I mean, having tools be collaborative makes them more sticky for users. It's a great way to make money from them, and it makes them more viral. So it's just a really good sort of decision. Plus, we just need yeah, to use it, it ourselves. Yeah, it allows people. It allows people to scale. So you know, I have a lot of yeah. members who ask me, should I roll out the tool for the whole team now, or should I use yeah. myself? And I usually recommend use it yourself. Become more productive this way, and then show your team how awesome you are with this tool. And then they can adapt. If the tool doesn't allow you to scale, well, then you're stuck. Yeah. So this is a logical next step. And uh, I guess you're talking about the real life view where we see the cursors from the others and what they're typing in real time and so on. Mm -hmm. So that's actually yeah. something exciting. Jesse, anything you want to share with the community before we close the interview? Don't forget to mention how awesome it is to be a guest on the Papers Movement. I was, I, that's exactly what I was saying. It's an, it's an honor and it's been, an, <laughs> it's, it's been nice talking to you guys. And thanks for finally letting us into the validated partners yeah. program. After yeah, I'm sorry that it took so long, but you know, yeah. long queue. Ian yeah. Small was just, but in the end yeah. of the day, they didn't introduce backlinks in Evernote. So I had to pick web Webflow for that. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Perfect. No, awesome to have you on the show. Happy to follow up again. And yeah, we are looking forward to see more from Workflow. I will dive into this deeper. I mean, it's insane that you're around for such a long time and I didn't check it out yet. So thanks for my members, for all the people in the comments to bring this up. Jesse, all right. have a good time and greetings to your wife. Thank you. It's over. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> all right.